Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, good evening. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Uh, it's been a couple of days, and I thought I'd get back with you. Uh, I'm sure that you're all watching the Democrat debates, you know, with bated breath, you know, just hanging on every. Okay, so you weren't. Uh, neither was I. And I know what it seems like, you know, I, I have a lot of commentary on politics and like that. You would think that that would be one of the things that I would make sure that I watched. Well, in fact, I made sure that I didn't watch. Uh, my wife tried to tease me into it last last night, you know, so sort of making fun of me. Oh, come on, come on, come on, just a little bit. It won't hurt you. Uh, and I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And I didn't look for highlights, and I didn't look for any any sound bites. And it seems like, well, at that point, I seeing that I didn't watch it firsthand, and I don't know anything that that went on. I shouldn't be allowed to comment. But the coolest thing is that I can comment anyway. Okay, so you're gonna ask, why didn't you watch it? And more importantly, why did you refuse to watch it? It, it isn't like. I didn't watch it. I got caught up doing something else. I was washing dishes. I was I was washing my cat. You know, and I had to had to had to scrape out the undercarriage of my car. Uh, you know, and I had to I you know I'd get from I'd get spiders from you know from, I mean from under the um you know the, the 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 eaves of my house. You know, whatever. I would not watch them with a you know watch them in a box. I would not watch them with a fox. I, I just will not watch them. Sam, I am just let me be. No, I'm, I'm just not going to, I just didn't, and a lot of it, unfortunately, is a lot of the preconceived ideas that I had about those that were going to be um, in these two evenings of, quote, debates, and and this format is really not debates, you know, uh, it just isn't, you know, it, it, it just isn't, um, it isn't debates. It's more of a forum. It's more of a group press conference, really. And so to that end, that, excuse me, that makes it a lot less interesting to me. So the only things that really happens is that they're blow-ups. And we saw it with the Republican debates. We saw um, the snippy exchanges between Donald Trump and Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush just looked impotent. Y'all remember? Um, my favorite line from all the Republican debates is Jeb, uh, Jeb Bush's line, Donald, you can't insult your way to the White House. Well, apparently you can. <laughs> apparently you can. And this is, and what y'all saw, and I did not see, I, knew, I, I could have told you what happened, is that it's exactly what we talked about earlier, long time ago, that the Democrat Party, in its current configuration, does not want um, Joe Biden. 
and do not want Joe Biden. Joe Biden Joe Biden's service to Barack Obama is useless. Does not matter. Does not matter. It doesn't matter to it doesn't matter Kamala Harris but basically attack Joe Biden for being a racist or a racist sympathizer. Forget that he served with the, quote, first black, quote, uh, end quote, president of the United States for eight years. He was a trusted, a trusted confidant of President, uh, of president Obama for eight years. Didn't switch him out. Into 2012, there was some talk that might happen. Didn't happen. So Kamala Harris says, didn't matter. That doesn't matter to me. You didn't have an adversary relationship with segregationists back in the 70s. Now, the real problem is that, that Joe Biden was in, the con- was in Congress in the 70s. That's the real problem. Not that he had a a friendly relationship with people who he knew were segregationists. Fact of the matter is that I couldn't give a rat's ass that he had a friendly relationship with some of the segregationists. I don't care. Fact of the matter is that he was in Congress in in, in you know what in the seventies and is still in, in in political life. That's the thing. That's the problem. But anyway, Kamala Harris comes goes after Biden and the moderators just let it happen. No, I and you guys have to let me know uh, by email wls860 at gmail.com. Is it true that Andrew Yang's mic got muted when he was trying to talk? Or right before he, you know what? I understand muting the mics. That way you don't get a lot of feed. You know what? Somebody talking in his both mics is sort of distracting. Um, so I understand muting the mics, but. I don't know. In this kind of forum, you, you you would always have the open mics, always, unless somebody was down there, you know, what dropping f bombs or whatever. I don't know. Was Andrew Young Andrew Yang dropping f bombs so they muted, muted his microphone, and so when he went to talk, when he, when he went to step in, it was like, I, I my mic's muted. Um, maybe. But the fact of the matter is that the current configuration of the Democrat Party doesn't want Andrew Yang either. Now, I know there's some Yang gangers out there, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, the, the current configuration of the Democrat Party does not want Andrew Yang either. It is my thought that the current configuration of the Democrat Party is Kamala Harris. This is Kamala Harris's party to lose. This is Kamala Harris's party to lose. This is her game to lose, her, her election to lose. Because they're going to do, it seems like the push is they're going to do everything they can to make sure that she is one of the few people left standing. Now, there are actually not 20 people, 20 Democrats running for president. There are actually now 25. There are five of them that did not make the debate stage. That's mind-blowing. And I'm going to tell you straight up, it was terrible, it was bad. When when Republicans had seventeen, this is worse. Now I'll tell you why it's worse. I'm gonna take a little break, but I'm gonna come back and tell you why it's worse than seventeen. Now seventeen was terrible, awful, disgusting, just ridiculous. But this twenty five is worse than that, not just by the number of people, 
but what they talk about. We'll be back right after these messages. Are you looking for a reliable transportation, but you don't have a bunch of money? Are you wary of used car types? And you should be. You just need a car you can afford and a dealer you can trust. Great news. Good Guy Cars is here. John Desbrow is something you don't find every day. An honest used car dealer. Good Guy Cars is at 8412 Industrial Boulevard in Tampa, Florida. The phone number is 813-999-9992. That's 813-999-9992. The web address is www.goodguycars.com. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us today. We appreciate it. We really do. Um, like, like I said, before we went on, on, on our little break, um, it is 17, the last time in 2015, was ridiculous and outrageous and terrible. And that should never, ever happen again. It should never happen again. Uh, but this 25 is worse in, 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 the, in the fact that it's boring, that basically everybody is saying the same thing. Everybody is saying that, um, that Donald Trump is Beelzebub. Everybody is saying that there ought to be free college. Everybody is saying that there ought to be free health care. There ought to be free health care for illegal immigrants. Everybody is saying the same thing that the, that the worst thing that, that is happening to our, um, the, the biggest existential, you know, ex, existential threat is, is climate you know, it's, it's climate change, it's global climate change. Everybody's saying the very same thing. This is monolithic thought in the Democrat Party right now. That is obvious. You know, the thing about the Republican debates is, well, you there was a big difference between Gary Johnson and Mitt Romney, and obviously a big difference between Mitt Romney and Donald Trump. 
Marco Rubio. Big differences um, in how they handle things. Big differences in in their approach. Big differences in in their ideas and and in their thoughts. Um, so the negative side was of, of that is that we it created some some tribalism inside the party. Now the benefits of the Democrats is that there isn't any tribalism based on ideology because the ideology and the ideas are exactly the same on every single candidate. The only one that has probably a different spin on some things economically is Andrew Yang. But Andrew Yang has as much chance of winning a Democrat nomination for president um, as I do. Oh, and if you hadn't guessed, I have, I have not filed a run. Hillary Clinton and I are on the sidelines waiting for our opportunity. But at least there was some some, some differences of, of at least approach in the Republican Party where they are not right now in the, in the Democrat Party. And I think, just like the whole impeachment thing, if they don't win this time, there's not one single one of those candidates that can come back and try later. This is shoot your shot. This is this is either either they win or they go home. And they stay home. Bernie Sanders, this is his last shot. Joe Biden, this is his last shot. Um Elizabeth Warren, this is her last shot. Cory Booker, this is his only shot. He's plenty young enough, but this is his only shot. Kamala Harris is going to go full in. If she doesn't win, this is this is going to be her. This is going to be her swan song as well. Uh, Marianne uh, Williamson, I don't know how the hell she got to a stage, but she's on a stage. Bet- Beto O'Rourke, same thing. One shot wonder. He gets his shot. He didn't do well. He had a chance to 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 turn some heads, and when he was running for the Senate, the Senate against uh, Ted Cruz, uh, he was unsuccessful. And now seems to be working really hard at the pandering thing. Um, Mayor Pete 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 Buttigieg, uh, the the first openly gay, um, you know what, tongue swab your husband at campaign events candidate. Um, I, I think that, that this guy has one shot and this is a shot one and done, uh, because you know what? You can only be outrageous once you can't be outrageous three times or two times. He is, he's already pushed the envelope and in every single solitary sentence, uh, we find out that he's gay. It's almost like that Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, you know, as a gay man and a gay journalist, as a gay man and a gay journalist, as, you know what? And, and and you know, as you know, as a, you know, as a gay mayor, you know, as a gay man, as a gay man in America, as you know, you know what? On you know what? As a gay politician, as a gay. Okay, we know you're gay. We know you like dudes. I mean, you like dudes. A lot of us like dudes, or have dudes we like, but not a lot of us. You know, like. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Um, so everybody knows, Pete, you're gay. And you got a husband. And you like to kiss him in public. You, you like to tongue kiss him in public. We've all seen it. And uh, and and frankly, none of us like it. Just cut it out. But in any case, um, 
So I think that these guys aren't people that you can that you can that can go do it again. Well, who do I think on, on the Republican side can do it again? I think Marco Rubio is plenty young enough and was able to go back to the Senate, win the Senate seat, go back to the Senate and do some good. So there may be an opportunity for Marco. Is it 2000? Is it 2024? I don't know. Possibly. It's it's the window opens in 2024 for Marco Rubio. I don't think Marco Rubio should run against Donald Trump again. I don't think that that's a smart deal, but he can definitely run against some of his other Republican um, colleagues for the nomination for sure. For sure. Now, what the Republicans need to be doing in from after they win the election in, in 2020, because I believe they are. Now, I can I be wrong? Well, I guess because I'm human, I can be wrong. Um, do I think I'm wrong? No. I think that whatever happens on the Democrat side, another reason not to watch the debates, uh, I think whatever happens on, on, on the Democrat side will just be entertainment in the meantime. I don't think there's I don't think there's one of them, and I don't care what the polls say. The polls say exactly what they did on the night that, that Donald Trump won the presidency in the United States. So I don't think anybody can beat him. I don't think anybody we saw either of those two nights, I don't think any of the so-called frontrunners um, can beat can beat him. And I know that the polls say that some polls say this and that and he and some polls say that he's losing to every Democrat. He ain't losing to Marianne Williamson. He ain't losing to Pete, you know, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. He's not. And that's just ridiculous. Nobody nobody buys that. Nobody buys that. So um, which means a bunch of them only get one shot. What Republicans need to be doing in the meantime is is looking forward to 2024 and developing people to be candidates then. To craft the messages that will make the most sense moving forward after eight years of Donald Trump. Craft the messages um, that will be that will resound here on the you know on the foreign um, frontier, as well as the home front. Prepare. Don't let it happen. You know whatever happened by accident. I think that that's super important. Now, will they do it? My my guess is no, because the Republican Party never follows my advice, which is why they always struggle. They never follow my advice. They could have followed my advice in 2008 and we wouldn't have had Barack Obama as president. Um, they could have followed my advice in 2012 and we and we might have had somebody like Herman Cain as our president, not Barack Obama. I mean, there's a lot of stuff they could have, you know, if they had just done what the hell I told them to do, it, it, it'd be better. But that's certainly different. Um, let's switch gears for a second, let's talk about your girl, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, and I did a, you know, and the last podcast I did was uh, mentioning that she had referred to the, the detention centers as uh, concentration camps. Well, that's problematical because, and we went over all that on what a concentration camp is, and these cam- and these detention camps are not that. Um 
And what's even more problematical is that um, the ICE director for President Obama came out recently and said, don't blame Trump for the cages. Now, if it uh, if if you're still wondering about the cages, the cages. I mean, this is a big indoor facility, and there's these chain link enclosures. There's no there's no way uh, no 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 other way to put it that are that that are everywhere in this big huge you know detention centers with gates um, and locks, and they were put there. Obama, here it is. This is from the Daily Wire. Barack Obama's ICE chief says, don't blame Trump. Cages for illegals were built by the Obama administration. The man who was Obama's administrative chief in removing illegal, uh, of removing illegal immigrants said on Wednesday, um, two days ago, that it was his boss, Barack Obama, um, who had the idea of putting illegal immigrant children in, quote, cages, end quote, that Democrats have used as a bludgeon against, against President Trump. Um, Thomas Holman, Obama's executive director of immigration and customs enforcement between May 2013 and January 2017, which is basically all of President Obama's second term, was responsible for promoting public safety and national security by maintaining direct oversight of critical ICE programs and operations to identify, locate, arrest, detain, and remove illegal aliens from the United States. According to his LinkedIn profile, since January 2017, he has served as an acting director for U.S. Immigration and Customs um, Enforcement and ICE. So he's been he's been a holdover. Uh, he stated on Wednesday, I have been to that facility where they talk about cages. That facility was built under President Obama, under Homeland Security um, Secretary J- uh, Jay Johnson. And I was there because I was there because I was there when it was built. This is according to the Washington Examiner. Holman speaking at a conference hosted by the Center for Immigration Studies noted a Democrat chairman who asked Trump officials, you still keeping kids in cages? He snapped. I wouldn't answer the question. The kids are being housed in the same facility built on the Obama administration. If you want to call them cages, call them cages. But the left wants to call them cages and the Democrats want to call them cages. Then they have to accept the fact that they were built and funded in fiscal year 2015 they were built listen listen carefully they were built in fiscal year 2015 now if you remember let me help you with a little a little recent history um donald trump became president of the united states in january of 2017 january 20 something 2017 january 20th 2017 they were built in fiscal year 2015, a year and a half before Donald Trump was inaugurated as president. They were built while President President Barack Obama was president. These are not Trump's cages. These are Obama's cages, if you're going to call them cages. Holman said that the Border Patrol facilities where illegal immigrants are contained were not built to take care of children. Adding, it's chain link fence dividers that keep children separate from unrelated adults is about protecting the children. And this is something that you know that a lot of people don't know. I was, 
talking to my wife this this evening that these cages were these cages or enclosures or fences or barriers, whatever you want to call them, were built for a specific reason to keep the kids from the adults that weren't their parents. They were bad guys. And there always have been. There were bad guys, bad people who, who were being detained. And in a facility like that, you, you want to be able to protect the children, the little kids, as much as you can. And that was the idea. Now, when you think about it that way, it's a perfectly logical explanation, isn't it? Isn't it? Barack Obama didn't want to keep kids in cages. But they they knew that they had to protect those kids from the ne'er-do-wells that were also in these facilities that weren't these children's parents. So this narrative that is being that is being pushed out and continues to be pushed out by may it'd be one thing if it were just politicians, but it's mainstream media that frankly knows better that keeps pushing this this narrative out that is problematical to me. It'd be one thing if it were just politicians, because politicians lie to make political points. Not that I would excuse it, but I would understand it. And I wouldn't be as angry, I guess. But it's mainstream media. It's CNN, it's MSNBC, it's NBC, it's CBS, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's ABC. It's Fox News. Pushing this narrative. Knowing... First of all, that is false. A lot of times I hear conservatives and Republicans sort of give Democrats and liberals a break thinking that they're stupid. Well, they're just they're just so stupid here all the time. And I've been saying for years, they're not stupid. They're not stupid. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're saying. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez knows damn well those 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 enclosures were built by Barack Obama in fiscal year 2015. Um, she's in Congress. It's easy enough to figure out. Her staff can her staff can get that information to her. And, and you know what? Anytime anytime she asks for it, she knows better. She's lying on purpose. Just like that set, that that set of photos, where she is doubled over in tears with her Gucci watch, because she's looking in and seeing the the, the the poor children. When the fact of the matter is, with a little just a little bit of investigation, we find out that those photos were faked. That she is crying into a parking lot. Are you kidding me? This is what we're dealing with. This isn't this isn't people who are ignorant or stupid. These are people who are intentionally misleading you. Now, you can have whatever name you want to use for people who are intentionally mis- misusing you for political gains. I've got a word for it. Evil. Speaking of evil, we're going to talk about one more thing that happened this week. Golly, Alex Levy from Talk Radio, you are so wrong. There's so much to talk about, even after the election of Barack Obama. I want to talk about this um, this horrific um, scenario that this man, I think from El Salvador, and his daughter drowned while crossing the Rio Grande into the country. 
Uh, we'll be back with more of the program right after these messages. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. Are you someone who wants to give more? Are you someone who wants to donate more to your favorite charity or even your favorite podcast and you just don't have the money because you got too much credit card debt already? Well, I've got something for both of us. Debt.com. Debt.com is ready to put you into a debt consolidation program that will save you money save your credit rating, and allow you to live your dreams in the way that you would like to live them. That's Debt.com. Give them a call at 877-764-2393. That's 877-764-2393. Get out of debt today. You're tired of the cold? You're tired of the taxes. It's time to move to Florida. And our friend, Gary Knight, at New Homes of Tampa Bay is the perfect person to help you. You can just give Gary a call at 813-770-9452, or you can go to the website to look for your brand new home at www.newhomestpa.com. Move to Florida. It's about time. All right. Well, welcome back. We appreciate you being here. You know, the most important thing that anybody can offer you is their time. And that you offer me your time means an awful lot to me. I, I really, 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 really appreciate it. Um, this is just, you know, it's just one of those things where uh, this is, quite frankly, a heart-wrenching story. I'm just saying, this is a heart wrenching story. I mean, there isn't, there is no other way to put it that this story is heart wrenching. Heart wrenching. There was a, um, a man that, uh, was coming from El Salvador, I believe, to um, the the United States, his um, his his hope was that he was uh, seeking asylum. Well, the problem was, and we're going to get to this. The problem was that he was never going to be eligible for asylum. He just wasn't eligible for asylum. Asylum is for people who are escaping war or violence or political persecution, which didn't fit this this poor man and his family scenario at all. 
As a matter of fact, when he left El Salvador, headed towards Mexico, he had a job. The the, the, the dad had a job at um, Papa John's Pizza. What? Yes, there's a Papa John's Pizza in El Salvador. What the hell? Dang, dude. Right? And and the guy's wife had a job, too. Um, the wife started. The wife thought that that it was probably a good idea to, to stay home and raise their little girl, two years old, um, just like a lot of people do here, because the money that you make working doesn't really pay to keep your kid somewhere. So you would probably do better if dad could get a little bit better job and mom could stay home and and and, and watch the kids, um, which happens here too, and it happened there to them. And they got the idea that they would come to the United States for a better life. More opportunity. Yes, I don't care what, you know, what the left says. People still believe that this is the land of opportunity. And I believe they believe that because it's because it happens to be true. It just it just it just so happens to be true. So. Um, they got convinced by some people that, um, they were going to be eligible for asylum. That, my friends, was never true. They were not ever going to be eligible for asylum for the very same reasons I told you. Now, they make this trek from... El Salvador to the U.S. border. And the um, asylum office that they get to is closed. And it's going to be closed for a couple of days. Under normal circumstances, not such a big deal. You th- you're thinking like I'm thinking. Well, let's just wait around for a couple of days and see what we got. Now, they were told by the people who were in the office um, who told them they were closed, that there was no way that they were going to get asylum. They were a thousand miles from home, and at this point, dead broke. So they thought, the dad thought, we got to get across the border. And we'll just deal with whatever happens when we get there. They'll take us. We've got a kid. They'll take us. They won't turn us down. We have a little baby, a little two-year-old. So, like a lot of people do coming from Mexico and in, in, into the United States, there there's a, 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 a section of the Rio Grande that basically you they could he could swim across or almost wade across. So he does that, and he brings a two-year-old to the U.S. side, puts the two-year-old on the shore, tells the two-year-old, stay here. While that go get your mom. So he turns to go back and get and, and help his wife across. And a two-year-old, being a two-year-old, does what two-year-olds do. The two-year-old started to follow her father back back and, and gets back into the water. The problem is now the current has kicked up. He turns around to see his two-year-old being pushed down the river by the current. 
he manages to get to her. Actually wraps her in his t-shirt to try to carry her back. They're both swept away by the current. And that's the picture that you see on the internet. They're lying there face down on the banks of the um, of the Rio Grande. Now, the mother and the wife saw this saw all this happen. Horrifying. Horrifying. I just oh my lord of mercy. I mean, it's just it's just gut wrenching. To watch your husband and your baby be killed like that and not be able to do anything about it. And to know and to find out all along that you were never going to be eligible for asylum. You didn't qualify. This is this is a problem. And 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 the unscrupulous son of bitches that um, prey on those folks who are struggling in you know what in South and Central America, telling them that they, if they can get them to the United States, that they can get asylum and take the, and take all their damn money to do so, knowing full well these people are not going to get into the country um, because they don't qualify for asylum, but they're just friggin' predators. They go scot free. I may convince these people, like this poor man and his family, that this was the way to go. And he found out the hard way by getting getting to the asylum center, even though it wasn't open. Because what was going to happen when it opened? They were just going to send him back. They had gotten a thousand miles from home. It wasn't like they could just check in to the Holiday Inn and spend a couple of days there chilling. They're completely broke. A thousand miles from home, a thousand thousand miles from any 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 of the resources they might have had access to from from El Salvador. So dad decides to take a shot. Decides to shoot his shot. And bring his family to the land of milk and honey. Because he had been lied to. He had been deceived. And our policies are such that, and the way that we're executing or not executing our policies, are such that it is really easy um, for people to think that some of these things that the predators are saying are actually true. Which is a problem with the policies or the lack of following the policies. And there they are. This man and his two year old daughter face down in the Rio Grande, up on the American shore, dead. They drowned. Oh my God. The left would have you believe that somehow this is Trump's fault. Somehow this is Trump's fault. Somehow, because the president of the United States, (coughs) (coughs) excuse me, 
wants to follow the law of the country that he has been um, blessed with leading, that this is somehow his fault. Well, I'm not buying it. I'm telling you that it is the fault of, of governments, both Democrat and Republican, for the past 30 years, that have simply refused to address in any substantive manner the real problem with our with our southwestern border and send that message from that border south through Mexico and into Central and South America. The U.S. border is only accepting real cases for asylum and pe- people crossing the border legally. It's all we're accepting. That's it. Get the word out. Beto O'Rourke speaks Spanish. Let him let him do the PSA. That's the word needs to get out, and it will. You know, and the thing is that it will. But the word has been so far. If you get here, and if you get here with a kid, someone will take care of you. Someone will take care of you. You, you you're going to be able to stay because that's the impression that they have in some of these countries in in Central and South America. So this is why this guy takes a shot. He shoots his shot, and it ended up costing him his him and his daughter their lives, which is hardly Donald Trump's fault. Their blood is on the hands of all the people who had a chance to do something um, about our immigration policies and following the laws, and making sure that message gets sent, th- that the blood of, of those two people are on th- their hands. Not the president, who has been trying to send a signal to Mexico and and point south that the border is not for um, the pickings. It's not open. It is terrible that this happened. But unfortunately, uh, what the left doesn't want you to know is that this that this kind of stuff, uh, not not hardly with a two-year all the time, but, but this kind of stuff, people dying, especially this time of year, while um, being picked up by coyotes that get spooked and uh, leave uh, vans and box trucks full of poor illegal immigrants out in the desert and um, just south of the border and they end up dying in these box trucks. That happens more than once. You imagine, can you imagine being a, um, an ice officer coming up on one of these trucks and smelling the stench of death, knowing that there are dead people in the back of this box truck. You don't know how many, but you know a lot. And you don't know men or women, but you're pretty sure it's men and women, and it's probably kids. It's happened more than once. Because those those poor folks never get the word. And only can take the word of the coyotes, who steal everything they have. And then a lot of times abandon them. Tell them, okay, there's a body, you're on your own, Go. And then they get caught and turned around. 
if they're lucky, they they experience catch and release. Kind of that's a terrible term. That's a, that's a term you lose you use with fish, not human beings. What we have to do is enforce our immigration policies as they are already. Build as many new barriers as we can to keep this kind of tragedy from this little girl and this, and her dad from happening. If you care about what happens to the poor people of Central America and South America and Mexico, then you will you should be on board with some very strict policies that get the word out that you just can't come here unless you do it correctly. It's not safe. And you won't be able to get in. So don't listen to those people who are lying to you who are going to take all your money. Don't do it. Until we do that, you know, it's our fault. Until we decide that this is how we're going to go forward, it's all our faults. And we're going to see more of it. All right, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. Thank you ever so much for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. Um, if you're interested in sponsoring this program, please send me an email at wls860 at gmail.com. wls860 at gmail.com. Please let me know where you heard the program. Did you see it on iHeart? Did you listen to it on, on, on iHeart Radio on the computer? Or did you use the iHeart uh, Radio app uh, on, 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 on your TV? Um, where'd you hear it? We really appreciate your help. We got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.